we were playing this game and you were like, what is the best sex you ever had? And I was like, blah, 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 end of June. And you were like, what is the worst sex you ever had? And I was like, same person, beginning of <laughs> August. <laughs> Yo, that's so good. <laughs> Friends by accident. Podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Degan and Kristen Mandela. Okay. Let's <laughs> talk about sex, baby. Let's talk mm. about you and me. Okay, today we are getting into it. You feel me? And I'm super it's. excited about this conversation because I I really do think that this is one of the areas where there is such a big difference in our viewpoints. Definitely. Um, and and I even, I want to talk about the moment that I realized that because there is a specific moment that's really vivid no in my way. mind. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> oh, we're learning things yeah. live. So because like really because of our upbringings, but we've always totally. been very comfortable talking about sex and With like each our other? experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've been like super, super open about it. Um, right. So I'm ready to get into this one. Absolutely. And I just would like to put a disclaimer out there. If you are a member of my family or my or, family or Aline's family, please, for the love of whoever <laughs> is above, do not listen to this episode. And if you do, we're giving you full, like, honestly, you're your own person. If you are curious and you want to learn whatever, you are not allowed to bring it up to us. No, thanks. Okay. No. No, thank you. We're just talking here. We're just shooting the shit. We're just shooting the shit. And yeah. this is not for parental ears. Just giving you that disclaimer right now. Yes. Love the support, but no Or thank sibling you right ears, now. honestly. So, yes. So nobody, yes. Nobody needs that. Okay. Let's get into the first little area. Okay. So I feel like okay. it's important to talk about um, how you first learned about sex because I really think that has a huge impact on your future views on sex and totally. like how you, it like forms a foundation. Absolutely. So how did you first learn about sex? Okay, so I was trying to think about this and I was I don't really think that there was any one like like foundational birds and the bees yeah. kind of conversation. Like I don't remember being sat down or anything. And maybe it did happen. It just it didn't it didn't last in the brain. Mm -hmm. Um but I do remember some very strange conversations only specifically about blowjobs, like about going oh. down on guys, which a like I think is a little heteronormative to start at the gate. Like, anyways, whatever. It, things were different. But, like, my mom specifically, and I think this was a fear of hers only because after my parents got divorced, I became a big people pleaser, I guess, like, as a way to, like, mitigate any tension or whatever. Yeah, I'm not really yeah. sure what it was a response to. But I would just do whatever was easiest. I'd be like, oh, like, they'd be like, oh, what do you want for lunch? I'm like, whatever you want to make me. Like, mm -hmm. I'd be, like, just trying to make things easy. And my mom interpreted that as she's going to be coerced into blowjobs. Wow. <laughs> and this was when I was like in literally grade six, like middle school. Like I was young oh, and I remember it was just a fear for her. And I don't know where this came from. And I've given her a hard time about it recently or like since then. Cause I was like, <laughs> where did this, this is so specific. You know what I mean? It's like very it's not that I'm going to get coerced into sex or anything like that. It's like literally just that. I'm just going to be wanting people to be my friend and I'm just going <laughs> to give them blowjobs. <laughs> and wanting them to be your friend. I, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know where this fear came from. It just, it seems so irrational to me now, yeah. but honestly, parenting is, is harder than I'm sure I, I can even comprehend. Yes. But I think like 
for me specifically, it was very weird because I was not even in that realm at all. So I think when I was having these conversations, they came kind of all out of the blue in a context Mm -hmm. that I wasn't super able to comprehend. And then I was like, not ready to have like you know what I mean it wasn't brought up in a way that was super digestible to me so I was like I don't know what you're talking about like I don't know what this word means I don't know what boys penises look like like I'm not doing that yeah because I was like dating my friend Jared and it was basically an excuse for us to hang out more we didn't (laughs) kiss we like hugged twice and then we broke up in the playground parking lot and I or like in the whatever playground of my middle school and we ran away from each other you in like literally grade seven or grade eight. Love it. Like it was not, yes. it, you know what I mean? This was not yeah. party blowjob time. <laughs> and um, I literally ran away. And then afterwards we just like became buddies again. And it was just like not like, you know what I mean? It yes. was just so not there. Yeah. So I think in retrospect, I think a lot of those conversations definitely could have been handled differently. Like I don't remember mm-hmm. any of those conversations happening with my dad at all. My step parents at all. I literally can't I just imagine remember. having a conversation like that with a father. I know, but I wish that the, just in general, I think yes. what happened to me is that a lot of the conversations were always placed on, okay, well, it's always on a guy's mind. Yeah. Boys are always thinking about sex. Yes. Always kind of the skeptical whenever I'd bring up like my guy friends. Oh, well, I'm sure they have a crush on you. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they want to blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, what are you guys talking about? Like, why does everything? I, I was always so confused by we that. You just want to play soccer. I just want to play soccer or whatever. Like, it was. I was so far away from this like hypothetical like mm-hmm. blowjob parties that all these parents were always scared of. They'd be like, <gasps> kids are having rainbow parties where they're all putting lipstick on and giving each other blowjobs. I'm like, never happened in my life. If I saw my buddy's penis at a party, I'd be like, what is going on? You Put know what I mean? Like, nobody away. was giving. Yeah. Like, I was like, what but I guess these stupid rumors get started in these parent circles and it creates all this fear mongering yeah but it was always on like the boys are trying to take something from you they want to take your virginity they want to give you they want to coerce you into blowjobs and I'm like it's so weird that I'm on the defense and and immediately instead of just having these better conversations around Mm -hmm. with boys and their sexuality and being like hey like this is what sex is it's not about giving it's not about taking it's a reciprocal, like, oh, I said that reciprocal, very strangely, yeah. <laughs> reciprocal kind of interaction. And it should yeah. be for both people to enjoy, regardless of gender, whatever. And I think in hindsight, I just wish I had a little bit less scare tactics. Like my parents yeah. were so mortified and scared at the thought of me having sex. Mm-hmm. And you know what that caused me to do? Just sneak around and have sex instead oh of gosh. openly talking to my parents yeah, and yeah. asking questions about having sex. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. Otherwise, it was just like weird things that were gossiped about in like middle school where they're like, oh, did you hear about what 69ing is? And it's like obviously fake and like that nobody actually knows what it is. And they're just making it up. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. The fact that that was a fear, that is hilarious to me. It's like I remember one time. This is the funniest story. Honestly, I just thought of this right now (laughs) that my mom found a condom like an obviously used condom in the garbage disposal, like in the bathroom. And she brings it out and she's like. Kristen what is this and she gets all in my face and she's so upset about it and it turns out that my brother had gotten them for free in his grade nine health class and him and his buddies made water balloons and they were chucking them at each other and it's like (laughs) my my mom comes into my room and she's like you're having sex and I was like aka if I was having sex I wouldn't leave the condom on top of the garbage like an open pail of garbage I would be smarter and also this is hilarious because it was the most innocent thing and it was my brother not ready to obviously have sex getting the talk in middle or in in grade nine and then using it to whip his friends with water balloons (laughs) like okay 
Honestly, that, is- that secrecy and stuff just does nothing. No, it does nothing. Kids are going to have sex no matter. They're going to yeah. fool around no matter. I yeah. think having more open conversations about it where it's not just about what boys are trying to take from you all the time. Yes. And it's just about like, yeah. actually empowering women to understand or young girls to know about their bodies and teaching consent from a young age, especially from the male perspective. That was not a thing. So- it was not a thing. And no. then it just like created all these weird power dynamics where I'm like, oh, like I'm a whore if I have sex lots, but guys are cool if they have sex lots. Oh like God. it's so stupid. I know. I know. And um, you know what? I fell into that trap too. Like that was totally. also like my mentality around it, but um, it's just so different. It's so different. But I, I imagine it was much different for you. Like mine was a little strange, but I, I want to hear where- because you had like people around you that- it was like, yeah, like this was your relationship with your mom of like how mm-hmm. she talked about it, but it was like kids around you were like having sex and more like free in that aspect. A little bit more probably. There's more like, yeah, yeah varied experiences. Yeah. Cause like, like some I mean, people were, some me, people weren't. Yeah, totally. But like for me, going from an Armenian school where it was like not talked about, not like taught about in health class, it just was not talked about. Whoa. To a Catholic school from grades five to twelve, where it was talked about in like a like that Mean Girls, where it's like you'll have sex, don't have sex, or you'll die. Don't have sex. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Position, <laughs> don't have sex standing up. Just don't do it. Promise. Um. So it didn't paint a very sex positive atmosphere. Totally. So school was like really my introduction to sex. I don't even remember like you know, um, like where I'm sure it was like grade five, and we had to. Oh God. There was it was. Something five five alive? No, whatever. There was a book, and we each had to read every time they make us go around the room and like read like a paragraph. Okay. And like, ugh, if my paragraph was like super awkward and like said penis or vagina, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me. Don't make me say that word. Um, but I remember in grade six, oh my gosh, I'm like this sheltered, sheltered child. I've only yeah. been there for like maybe a year, a year and a half. So in grade six, there was this girl who had given a guy a blowjob in the boys' gym, like, bathroom, like the boys' gym restroom. Okay. And she came back and detailed it to for us vividly. Ew, grade six boners. So grade nasty. six. Like, like, I actually am uh, like, what? But that's How where repression do- does, man. It makes people way more curious. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If, and you, tell then people, in- if you tell kids that you can't do something, you know what they want to do? That exact thing. <laughs> yeah, 40 times over. Yeah. <laughs> um, but – and then in high school – Every year from grades 9 to 12, we had what was called a Write for Life Week. Oh, God. And it was for one week, and we had a speaker come into our class pretty much every day and talk to us about the dangers of having sex. Literally the dangers. So it's like you'll get pregnant, you'll get STDs. Your life as you know it is over. And they always- They're really going hard on the scare Yeah, yeah. They're really really investing in that scare mentality. Yes. It wasn't about, it was about chast, it was purely about chastity and abstinence. Like there's no, there's no- Like the fear of God kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put on your belt every fucking morning and you you put on your chastity belt every morning. You lock that shit up until you are married at 30, which I'm now 30 and so- coming up 30 flirting <laughs> and thriving. thriving with my chastity belt <laughs> with my chastity belt but they always brought in this one woman and we would just die because she had gotten like four abortions and she what? was apparently this like born again christian and they thought that she was this like prime example of what not to do and she was like this is what your end this is what your life will end up like it was just such a super whoa twisted heavy yeah uh, oh my gosh yeah so a lot of and like a lot of me and my friends like we that's how we grew up so we 
Like, I'm sure I took that with me, like, as I, For you know, sure. and was, like, probably a little borderline, like, scared of sex. I mean, I would be. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. And then I'd also see girls around me that were, like, having sex, and they they always came off as, like, super confident and, like, body positive and blah, blah, blah. And I just was right. so not that. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm not that. So, like, I can't have sex. Right. Um, like, if you're not that, then you can't do it yeah, at all. Yeah. Like, if they're, okay. like, yeah, synonym- synonymous, I guess. And I didn't know, I didn't like, you know, it was never really discussed between my mom and I. Okay. Um, like she didn't sit you down ever and like no, t- tell you about the fears of giving blowjobs to It was just kind of, <laughs> no, no. That was like n- never, the ever a thing. But there was a time. So when I went on birth control, I went on birth control for really, really serious period cramps. Like they were like borderline debilitating at times. Wow. And my doctor constantly tried to keep putting me on birth control because they were so bad. And I was like, no, no, no. And then finally I thought, fuck it. You know what? Sure. I'm going to go on birth control. Right. So um, obviously my mom was like, well, what's like, what is he saying? Like, what is he? And I was like, well, he's going to put me on birth control. And she was like, not a fan of, she was not a fan of birth control. Okay. And she was like, okay, well, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, in the beginnings, you have to kind of like go through a couple of types to find out what works best you, for yeah, your body, yeah, like yeah, the least negative effects, I guess. For sure. Um, so I was going back and forth with him. And finally, I like came home one day and he, she was like, I said, she goes, oh, like, so what happened? I was like, oh, I just got another type of birth control. And like, I don't know the specifics of like what exactly mm-hmm. is less well, or you're more, still very blah, young. blah, blah, blah. And uh, I mean, I'm not very young. Like, I'm not as young as like a lot of people who go on birth no, control. No, but maybe to be inquisitive about like yes. the actual levels of hormones and stuff. Yeah, like, that. like I don't understand Which is still it. I just weird. I can't believe that people go. Like, I went on birth control when I was like 16 years old. And that's yeah, no, no, crazy. I was like in my 20s. Oh, okay, okay. And she asked. She was like, um, she was like asking about it, and I said, it's just like the lowest dosage of whatever, whatever it was okay. that was like giving me my of migraines hormones or and, whatever. Yeah, yeah, of yeah hormones yeah. and stuff. And so she was like, okay, but does it still work the same? And I was like, the same as what? She's like, well, it's a birth control pill. Like, does it work for what a birth control pill is actually used for? And I was like, yes. She's like, okay. Like I said, it's just changed so that I don't have any negative reactions. And that was like our And you were in your 20s. I was in my 20s. I was in my early 20s. And that was as close as you've gotten to like that an was open as close around sex with your yeah partner. like it was not yeah that was just kind of as and close. she just wanted to have a little verification that you weren't going to get pregnant and then she was out yeah oh my um, god <laughs> yeah and when my okay. sister in law entered the fa- oh my gosh I'm just remembering a story now too but um when I anyway I'll I'll explain it I guess in a bit okay. but when my sister in law entered the family she kind of brought in like a really fresh perspective energy. yeah and okay. energy because she grew up with three sisters and her mom so she was very like this is just what you talk about like I grew up with a brother so like it's not like I could ever talk to a sibling about yeah. what was happening I got you know it good I mean? last night <laughs> he's um, like just he projectile vomiting is that against weird? <laughs> oh god so I remember we went to Cuba mm-hmm. and me my sister-in-law my mom went downstairs to like the open bar we got pretty drunk and I was like, had just like really started dating my boyfriend at the time. So I like, we were like, let's FaceTime him. So the three of us FaceTimed him. Um, like three just drunk weirdos mm-hmm. FaceTiming this guy, hang up. And then as we get off the phone, my sister-in-law was like, all right, 
This is a safe space. There's no parenting, no feeling shame. There's nothing. Okay. And she looks at both of us and she's like, looks at my mom. She's like, are you good? And my mom's like, yeah. And she's like, are you good? (laughs) And I said, yeah. She goes, okay. Have you guys had sex? (laughs) And I was like, well, yeah, I did. Like I was like honest and we kind of had a discussion Mm -hmm. about it. And then it went into this whole like when it first happened and she started to, my mom started to talk about like when she you know first had sex or whatever and it it really really like opened the doors we don't have like a a, the type of relationship where i'm like you know gonna come home and be like wow fuck that was great (laughs) yeah 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 i mean yeah that's a bit much it's a bit i mean people do it like which is weird but i know um it did kind of like open that door but otherwise like everything was super super hush hush and just like you just like don't talk about it that's fine right. if you're that's kind of fine if you're doing it, but it's almost like you get your information elsewhere. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um okay, so we don't have to get into like when you first had sex. I mean, you don't have you can if you want. But I was and I you know what? I was also thinking about it and I was like super careful with my words to not say lost your virginity. Right. Because I have Because the virginity myth is not like it's not a real I just thing. like have really started to resent that of like yeah, that it's totally. something that you with lose, good reason. With good reason. So, did you have any like awkward years of sex like did that yes yes (laughs) okay great next question everyone does yeah okay perfect (laughs) moving on and this has been accidental friends um honestly can i tell my first sex story because girl go ahead yeah really hilarious and honestly knowing that my parents won't be listening to this is yes a a slight comfort because it's just i think it's hilarious And I, w- I wish it was like written into like an episode of Big, Big Mouth or something because I think it'd be really funny. So I was dating my – it was my first boyfriend. I was like 16 or 17. And I'm trying to think. I guess that's grade 11. Yeah. And I remember I remember it so clearly because there was a lot of very specific events that were playing into that time. Like okay. I was going to get my lifeguard certification. So like every day after school for like a few weeks or whatever, I was going to uh, a public swimming pool with my – at the time best friend Beth. And – it was like after school at like five or six. So like mm-hmm. school ends at like three, three thirty. So we had a little bit of time and him and I made a plan that it was going to be that day. And oh it was based God. on some other things that were happening that we were like, okay, this is the day we're going to do it. Like my mom is out, like whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we tried and it was honestly under a minute. Like I'm, I'm going <gasps> to say a solid, like I, I don't <laughs> even know if it made to the 30 second mark. And he stopped and he sat up and he started to like well up with tears. <gasps> And I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? Like immediately internalizing it and making it about me, obviously, because you're like naked with, you know what I mean? You're doing things for yes. the first time. And it turned out that his childhood dog was being was put down <laughs> that morning. And he was so nervous to tell me because we had planned it for being that day that he kept no. it in. But when he started to try to have sex with me, he got so sad about his dog that he started to cry. Stop this. No. <laughs> I can't believe it. Honestly, it even saying it out loud, it's like honestly one of the funniest things. So it was like so anticlimactic, literally the most anticlimactic thing ever because we've been counting down this day. We're like, this is the day it's going to happen. It yeah. was like less than a minute. He's sitting up. He's literally crying. Oh my God, Chris. And then I'm... I left and I went to the lifeguard class with my friend Beth and she was like, how was it? I was like, honestly, like kind of shit. Very <laughs> underwhelming. Like everyone's talking about it hurting. Like he just was mostly crying for a lot of <laughs> Is it supposed to hurt you emotionally? Yeah, like is it that was is that what they were talking about? Um so I think like that being the first setup was a bit strange, but then obviously yeah. like we tried again after and it was it was fine. It just like 
I think a lot of sex in your like late teens to early 20s, if that's when you are having sex, mm-hmm. is su- not supposed to be awkward and bad, but by default will probably be yeah. pretty awkward and bad. And I think that's not a reflection on those that I had sex with in that time frame. Mm-hmm. A lot of great friends, a lot of great people in that like little realm of my life. But I think when you're at that age in general, that's how it was for me because you don't really yeah. know your body that well yet. You don't really know other people's bodies that well obviously like there's not a lot of like long-term relationships that happen so it's kind of like very exploratory and whatever Mm -hmm. and I think the one thing that I've always had a problem with is it feels like guys have sex with girls at least from my experience to finish like when you're young like it's like to get to the end point you don't want it to happen like in under a minute but like that's the end goal for the guy it's not really based around like a mutual exchange of energy and like a mutual yeah like literally but you know what I mean it's not based around like okay let's go into this I want you to feel good you want me to feel good it's there's there's not that maturity there to have that full thought it's like boner must go in like you know what I mean Because the the orgasm gap is really real. Like, I think when I was having sex when I was that age, like, I was not finishing ever. Yeah. Barely. No. You know what I mean? And I think it's incredibly uncommon for women to orgasm during sexual encounters with men, especially when they're younger. Because, like, men are literally using female, like, women's bodies to masturbate with, basically. Do you know that? Yeah. I actually told, just on that point, I told one of my friends who is anyway I told one of my guy friends and he came up to me and he was like I like he had told me that he had like had sex with this girl and he's like and she didn't finish and I was like okay yeah so that's like kind of that's pretty normal that's like for women. part of the course yeah he's like no it's not and I was like okay oh, yes it honey. is honey. and he's like yeah he's like that's never happened to me and I was like not that you fucking know of and I was yeah. like, do you know that it's like something like 80% of women like can't don't, finish? Don't finish with a guy the first time or the with first like With a guy or times. even like through intercourse, like through yeah. intercourse. But they recently did a study that women that have sex with other women finish like 80, like it's like 76% of the time. But women that have sex with men the first time finish like 7% of the time. Yes. Like it's like so yeah. low. And he was like, what? He was shocked. I'm like, oh, oh no, I, I feel I feel really bad for telling you this right now. But no, he needs to know. Yeah, he needs to know. And I was like, no so, beating around the bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to know. Well, they're now. beating around our bush. Yeah, better late than never. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I think I think that's the whole thing is like. I wish that there was just more communication, more open, honest communication oh God, about like about consent and like how guys can have sex with women in a way that actually feels good for women. Yeah. Like, but how I think when you're in your early teens, things. you're so awkward and insecure that you're like, I don't want to ruffle the feathers in a bad way. <laughs> I know, but I think that if you were, if women, like, if young girls were put into a position to like actually communicate what their bodies need, and if they knew that ahead of time through mm-hmm. masturbation, because there wasn't as much shaming around female masturbation, I think that would be so much better. But we'll get into yeah. that at the end. But okay, so I had really bad encounters for almost all of those years. Like we're talking like early. <laughs> I mean, sorry, like late teenage yes. whatever like yeah, end yeah. of high school you throughout university yeah no regard for understanding the female experience <laughs> like took themselves so seriously I remember I was having sex with somebody and they I literally looked at it and I was like is everything okay like you look like you're gonna poo like you're so oh he's trying to put God. on like a sexy face but he was oh, so no. serious that I was like are I you trying this. to like think of the Pythagorean theorem like yeah. why are you thinking so hard like this yeah. is supposed to be fun I'm not yes. having fun with you why are you staring at me like that and it's so awkward when it's like not fun it's not fun yeah and like no foreplay like sorry <gasps> dude what's going on what? like why are you so intense like 
literally trying to like memorize a routine that they saw in a porno rather than like oh, actually God. trying to like know the person yeah. and that's something that like I just I can't I can't deal with but no. I don't remember like other than like there's a few like specific very awkward things but like mm-hmm. I don't even know if I can think of them off the top of my head a lot of it just has to be like lack of communication me not feeling comfortable and not wanting to like yeah. ruin the mood by being like hey yes. man doesn't feel good that's or terrible. you're doing that wrong yeah and now that's obviously not the case but when you're young you don't feel like you have that voice you know yeah. what I mean yeah oh yeah you're, you don't like have that hard. voice and it's just like you also don't know so you're like I don't know if this is like what's right and what's right and I think something right. that's like was different I think a little bit about my story and we don't have to get into this if you're not super comfortable but like I was very pro masturbation I think growing mm-hmm. up with guy friends yeah all my guy friends were talking about like jerking off on socks into socks and stuff like so it engaged my curiosity when I was yeah. younger and I had the same kind of sex positive mindset around masturbation that my guy friends did growing up with a lot of guy friends and I think that really changed my understanding with sex and how it felt for me because for sure I knew what I liked and I knew how my body worked yeah in a way that the guys that I was having sex with obviously did not but it gave me a sense of empowerment because I was like at least I know what I'm doing with my body rather that was than, like, never talked about in my friend group like ever but I think also because we grew up that same um in that same like catholic school system that that's not even like talked about masturbation is only for guys like literally they would never they never even talked that 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 was possible for women and I feel like when (laughs) what I say possible but like Mm. even when they said it there was such shame around it it's like that's embarrassing if you do that because you don't have the the willpower to control yourself yeah and it's just it was never ever talked about I feel like I feel like that when I did start talking about it was actually Mm. with you really yeah I I, like talking about it because not in a weird way but in a way that I think it's important to talk about well yeah it's super important to talk about because like that's kind of how you get to know yourself and then you can relay that information to your partner because it's like now I know what I like yeah and it's like also if you can't do it i'll just fucking do it myself <laughs> yeah get out of here <laughs> but totally jesus you know, draw the wheel yeah seriously totally. listen buddy i don't need you <laughs> <laughs> that's the moral of the story that is the moral yeah but but i know i think that's really important and i think that was something important. like a weird mission that i took on when i was younger is that like <laughs> I, I, I it's true i was like even if i make people feel uncomfortable i'm gonna talk about this because if i'm yeah. the one person that like one of my friends that doesn't think that female masturbation is a thing can like be like, okay, well, Kristen does it. I would feel very proud because yeah. I really hated that that was such a big stigma. Stigma, And as somebody that like definitely growing up, I had a higher libido. I felt a lot of sex shame and like I was sexualized in this really weird way where they're like, oh, Kristen's a freak. I'm like, I don't think so. Like you're way grosser. Like you're yeah. not grosser, but like you're like over here telling yeah. me that you do like four times a day in your office bathroom. Like I, I'm not gross. I'm, I'm, I'm demure. Normal. I'm a lady. <laughs> I just like, I have a normal healthy sex drive. Yeah. Um, and it's also that, like, that, I feel that like relationship, usually like the, the for- bar for where women are like sex animals and the bar for where men are like sex criminals is like so different like oh my god having a healthy sex drive for a woman is like you're a freak you know yeah, what i mean you're a psychopath and then like yeah like i was guys, made fun of so all the time yeah. totally it's not it's it should not be that way like it's no anyway. for me okay, so like, i want well yeah tell me about your awkward i get, mean get like weird i i think i obviously like i talked about this in the body image episode but like i think having a negative body image as I did I was just like always really hesitant I was I, I tried sure. to like well, romantic yeah and I tried to like really romanticize it that it was like I wanted my first time to be with someone that I loved and that loved mm-hmm. me because in my head it was like okay well 
they love me, so they can't judge my body. They'll just like love my body. Right. Um, so I, I, I put those like two and two together. So I actually had sex like quite late in life, okay. um, relative to, you know, other people. Um, and especially like now as I've gotten older and like met people outside of my like high school friend circle, um, it's really evident that I was like late, a late bloomer. Right. Um, do you feel comfortable saying how old you are? Yeah. I was just shy of my 23rd birthday. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. 23rd feeling. Yeah. So I was in my 20s. I'm trying to rhyme, man. I'm terrible at it. I know. Stop. (laughs) You're going to get it. I swear. But my first, but you know, what's funny is that like, yeah, I was really late, but my first experience was actually amazing. It was amazing. So romantic. And it happened while I was traveling and it happened with this guy that I had actually like met the previous summer and then we kept in uh, contact. Like it was like literally this full You actually world, had like, your romantic Yeah, first like time. France love affair. <sighs> and so uh, we, yeah, like it was- Did he cry? It, it was, I mean, I feel like I cried, but um, it, like I, I didn't, even after that, because I felt so comfortable with him, it mm-hmm. didn't, you know, it wasn't a shock or like, I didn't feel shame. I didn't feel whatever. I just felt like it, I felt really cared for. That's but amazing. even after that, I didn't have sex for years after really? that. Because I just had this warped idea that sex always had to be this magical thing between two the people. The bar was and too high. My bar, bar was, was too low. too high. <laughs> yeah. And it's, but I mean, like, I kind of wish I I didn't have the bar so high so that I could like learn as opposed to, you know, like being nervous about it or feeling shame about it. Right. And again, like you said, like I didn't, I don't think I realized that like sex could be for women. It was yeah. just like always, it was that is always wild, hey? ingrained that it's like, it's for the guy. This is what they think about. Don't give it up too early. Don't, right. you know, make they, them They only think about it. one thing. Yeah. And once they have it, they're going to like just all that stupid bullshit. And so yeah. it wasn't until right before New York that, I mean, I, again, I like talked about it in another episode that I had this really, when I had those, like, I say fleeting relationships, sexual encounters that totally, I was like, but they were very okay, empowering. This is fun and it can be really fun, but it, I just feel like it took me so long to get there. And right. so, and it's. <laughs> So this is where, this is why I say that like our, our, this is how I knew that our viewpoints were different. Okay. In 2018, we were going up to your cottage and I was driving and I was dating this stupid scrub. And so (laughs) (laughs) I was dating a scrub and we were driving up to your cottage and we started talking about, I think I was like explaining like sex with him. Or like having like how sex was with him and blah okay. blah blah. I'm sure I had a lot of thoughts. I'm sure, and you did. And I just remember <laughs> I must have said something that was very like, I guess like Catholic school of me. That was something about like, you know, like maybe if I had waited or like maybe if I didn't, blah blah blah. And you, like, it, it wasn't even. <laughs> I'll just say it. You literally were like, yeah, that's because you have like a warped image around sex and that you feel shame around that and that shouldn't be a thing and I was like what shame around sex me like I I was floored by this like honestly it that's so bold of me honestly took me back I was like I feel shame around sex and you were like yeah you definitely feel shame around sex and like blah 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 xyz and I was like oh Oh, god Kristen my god yeah but it was 
such an awakening that I was like, mm. how fucking dare I do that to myself? Like I'm oh. literally shaming myself for all this. Totally. And so that's kind of because you put I, it on you. I remember you like said something that it was like it was your fault for not yes waiting for as yes. long as you had, and that was why things weren't going well. And I was like, huh? Sometimes just things just don't go well. It has yes. nothing to do with you. Yeah. So I just I I remember that so distinctly. I literally even remember where we were on our drive. Wow. Um, yeah. That's how that's how just that's how it sticks out in my head. And I just so, dropped so the much. microphone. <laughs> I just so dropped the hard. microphone, and I was like. Well, yeah, because you have internalized shame and misogyny. That's why. <laughs> I think that's actually exactly what you said. <laughs> Honestly, probably. Probably. Man. So um, can't turn it off. <laughs> that's why we have. That's why it always comes to me that I'm like we have such different viewpoints around this because I literally would have never thought of that, and that was also like three years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was like literally. You know what I, I mean? Think that was in 20, 2018. 17 or twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah. How We're still learning, that? baby. We're we learning, learning every day. We are a work in progress. Never not be learning. Okay, so. Oh, that's so funny. Now that we've, you know, gotten a little bit awkward, what yeah. What do you constitute as like good sex? Okay, so LOL that I'd even be qualified to answer yeah. this question. Kristen, but it's the obviously sex expert? <laughs> yeah, I'm a sex expert now. But I think honestly, it, it's so relative to everybody. And so I think relative. that is so important to say is like. Yeah. Your relationship with sex or your relationship with your own body and being Mm -hmm. sexual in general and being intimate in general is totally yours to explore. And I just think that's the the bottom line that I want to to drive home in this episode is that like I hope that everybody that listens feels empowered to Mm -hmm. take control of their own body, feel like joy feel sexy like mm-hmm. feel like completely empowered and and beautiful in their own bodies and i think mm-hmm. from then on that's an amazing foundation to go into having great sex yeah. because i think it's really hard to have sex like good sex when you a don't like yourself yep when you don't really like the person that you're having sex with mm-hmm. when you don't really know what your body like what feels good in your body you know what I mean it's like that self-exploration I think is such a big part of it and then also feeling comfortable with the people that you're having sex with to communicate what feels good and what doesn't feel good so like I think it should be fun like I love the times where I've had sex and it's like I'm laughing you know what I mean like at the end where I'm like what the hell you know what I mean yeah and I think we need to just stop taking be like taking ourselves so seriously and I think Mm -hmm. unfortunately like we need to stop taking sex so seriously yeah totally like when guys are like, oh, like I couldn't get it. Like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. all good, man. Just don't if don't get so embarrassed and get so internalized with your shame mm-hmm. about not being able to get a boner that you can't also turn around and have fun with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, like, it's like all this, yeah. like, sex and shame just don't mix at all. It's oil and water, man. Like, I just think sometimes you have great chemistry with somebody and it's just yeah. a one night thing. That's amazing. Sometimes you have an amazing chemistry with somebody and you date them. Sometimes you don't have great chemistry with somebody and you yeah. date them. Like, I just think it's that's that exploration piece and just being open to experiencing things that you want to experience and being super comfortable communicating things that you don't want to do. Like, I think sex is supposed to feel good to you. Yeah. It's about you and it's about the other person. But I think when you forget that it's supposed to be feeling good for you, then it's all about serving the other person. And I think that often happens with male female dynamics. And I think it's such a shame because there is so much pleasure to be had in 
like me and female sex that just doesn't mm-hmm. happen because it's all about the dude and that pisses me off so much you know what it I mean it does like, yeah and I think that also like kind of that does come with age and that does come with experience that totally you're like oh this is about me too because it, yeah it, and like you don't even need it like what you said before like you don't even need a like another person to feel pleasure in your own body like mm-hmm. I think feeling it for yourself first is such a good place to start and then don't feel bad if you want to have sex with somebody purely because you want to have sex with them and they want to have sex with you and they're on the same page absolutely you know what I mean you don't need to be waiting for anything if you don't want to or if you do I don't give a shit but just like I think it's having fun and exploring you know what I mean like just have fun with it yeah and not everything has to be like this weird porno with like creepy music in the background where you're like hey baby I love you like no yeah take your pants off and let's have fun Yes. That's what I say. It's supposed to be like, literally president. about pleasure. <laughs> yeah. So, and like pleasure is not the serious thing. Totally. Yeah. I totally. And I think when you get super like that hyper porno mindset where it's like already so in the male gaze and it's yeah. so already like shot specifically and made specifically for men and the male experience yes. where it's like hyper often hyper violent, hyper intense, hyper like kind of aggressive. Yeah. It sets this tone that isn't really where humans usually actually have fun and have Mm -hmm. pleasure. You know what I mean? Because it also doesn't like allow men to like not have nine inch dongs. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that always reminds me of just like the Friends episode where like Joey has to be naked in a scene and they're like start putting like cured meat on his. Oh God. Have you seen that one? I don't know. Anyway, he like asks Monica to like make him a like. Oh yeah. Like stuff a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's such a warped. It's so warped. And things aren't easy for dudes either. Like I get that too. Yeah, totally. Sex is a minefield for a lot of people and that's totally fine. I just think the sooner that you come to love and appreciate your own body, how it works, exploring your own body, understanding how it works, and then being able to approach like uh, interactions and being like, hey, Mm -hmm. I don't actually like when you do that. Can you do this instead? You can only really advocate yourself for that way, in that way, if you've had like great partners been lucky enough to have like safe great partners and if you're able to also do that with yourself you know what i mean you're a valuable part of the interaction don't second guess yourself and undermine yourself you need to be there too yes totally i i completely agree like i think absolutely sex should be fun yeah i'm not a huge fan of one night stands because for me i i personally get attracted to someone's personality and then i get comfortable like i have never I mean, I need to, I just need I to I guess I've never really had like a, a true one night stand. Yeah, like, like I've, 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 I've like slept with guy friends for like a night and then been like. Yeah, but that's, that's the thing is that like I need that to That was be me waving. Also, this is an audio <laughs> podcast and I just waved to you over video chat. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I feel like I need to be comfortable enough to like communicate what I need, what I like, what I don't yeah. like. And that, comfort, and that comes with time often. Yeah, comes with time, comes with knowing the person. And when I say like knowing the person, I'm not saying like you know, I'm, I'm saying like going out with them a few yeah, times. Yeah, you don't need to know just like to their social their... insurance number. Just like, yes. yeah, just to know them as yeah. like they're not going to So that I'm you. like, okay, cool. Like we have this like Hopefully. thing. Yeah. Um, but I've never met somebody at a bar and then like gone home with them. I mean, obviously, no. A, I would I would think that they're going to That's like a one-way ticket and... to like squirrel pump yeah. McGee. You yes. know what I mean? And Nobody B, I'm that. just like not attracted to them enough to have sex with them. Like my most fun times having sex was exactly like you said when I was like laughing and we were just mm-hmm. kind of you know rolling around I've having been a good time totally comfortable with my partner and I just remember like we laughed hysterically and communicated and then tried again which sounds so unsexy but like but it is sexy man you but can like be it gets so, I mean, such good results 
Totally. You know what I mean? And More honestly, like, podcast. and it also like differs each time. I remember, I just remember us being in New York, and uh-huh. it was right at, <laughs> it was right after <laughs> me and the scrub had like ended. Okay. And we were playing this game, and you were like, "What is the best sex you ever had?" And I was like, "Blah blah blah." End of June, and you were like, "What is the worst sex you ever had?" And I was like, "Same person, beginning of <laughs> August." <laughs> Yo, that's so good. Because oh, it just was so freaking bad. Like it was uh, so terrible. That was where like the first time was amazing somehow and then it got worse. The first right? time Is was that... like amazing. And I was like, yeah, I, was I was like, I don't even know if I like this guy all that much, but like he's got but the damn. moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then by the end of it, I, I remember distinctly, like, hey, you can leave. I was making a grocery list in my head. I was like, oh my God, I really need to get apples. <sighs> I need to get, I think I'm low on bananas um oh fuck oh i just realized i'm having sex okay um, i just realized that there's but, another person inside me right now. <laughs> yeah legit and i was like oh okay, oh my well, god i need to focus yeah, actually i've was, had moments like that too though it just was so bad and i was like yeah. not in a place like to communicate that because right i i genuinely was like this guy is like so cool he's had so much more sex than i have like he obviously i'll show him <laughs> yeah Meanwhile, oh, right. I, I got to get like, yogurt. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. And like also my Greek yogurt's pretty damn low. Yeah. I ice that cream. is so funny. It was really bad. So like that the, is bad. It, just be comfortable enough to like say what you want and what you need because it is just as much. So what are some things that you don't like then? Let's get into it. What are the some next things four minutes? I don't like. I honestly like I don't know. Like there's okay. Well, I'll I'll explain one thing. There was there was a guy that I hooked up with once and he was like a biter, but not okay. like, not like in but like too much, not in like cute areas where it's like they bite your butt or like they'll bite like your, like whatever. Ears he just like whatever. used his teeth where his teeth were just not needed. Okay. And yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this guy. And I was so comfortable to be like, uh, no, no, no. We yeah, need like, to let's get a mouth guard on you, that. bud. Yeah, and I tried to stop, like I stopped him like a couple times and I just, at the end of it, I was like, okay, I need to not be here anymore because. Yeah, feeling a little Edward Bella yes. from Twilight situation. Yeah, so I was like. Manja, I, manja. Yeah, I was like, buddy, how fucking sharp are your teeth? Like, what are you like? Yeah, like, what's up? what's going on? Yeah, it was not good. Okay, mm. let's go. I think what too much we- of anything are, are, you know what I mean? Too much of anything is. If, yeah. if you have a move and it's like your only thing. Yeah. Let's reevaluate. Let's yes. let's throw some more things into the mix. You know what yeah. I mean? I think a little uh, spice of life. You know, a little changing it up never hurt anybody. I think yeah. if you're relying on one thing being your thing, and also a, like guys, it might not that, be the other. You know what I mean? Sarah, this go. is one thing I've had where it's like guys that are like not. I, I don't even know if I want to use the word scared, but like to go down on a girl. Yeah, and then that's a skill. Has, that's a skill. But like there's been there's been guys that are like almost like I have like, a terrible they're grossed out to like go down on a girl and then have sex with her and I'm like what? And that means that they probably honestly aren't. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So I was like let's 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 just be comfortable like totally doing all of it. And I I also think that yeah, that's an amazing belt a tool in your <laughs> repertoire, I think honestly. Yeah, you need I, to I get really good do. at that. Yeah put some time in and yeah. if i had anything to to bestow on any of the male listeners that are still listening at the end of this yes, podcast please, is that expert. please learn the difference between harder and faster oh my god 
Kristen, those are two different for things. The people in the back. <laughs> those are two different things, folks. Just because somebody says harder doesn't mean that you squirrel pump them like you're, you know what I mean? Yes. I don't know why a squirrel pump isn't even a thing. Jackhammer them. You know what I'm Jackhammer. saying? Jackhammer. That's a, that's you know another I mean? visual. Yeah. There is a thing called harder and there's a, they're, they're not, they're mutually exclusive. That's all I have to say. That's the end of my TED talk. Yes. I think that's the debrief. That is the yeah, debrief. That if is the debrief. If she says harder, it's not faster. <laughs> yeah. Thank that's you. That's what you need to take away from this. <laughs> Absolutely. That's all I have to say on that. And that's it. <laughs> that is everybody. I hope, I wish you all good sex. We will now never be running for any type of public office. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. No, we didn't get that weird. We could have gotten way weirder, honestly. I feel like me and you have gotten like way weirder. We'll do like a few maybe like after dark episodes where we've yes. had a few drinks together when we can actually record this in person. And that's when yeah. we'll like let the real free flag fly, if fly. you know what I'm saying. I but let's you. just put this let's just put this out there for now and we'll see how it goes. Let's see how it's received. Let's see if my parents yeah, the cheated response. my warning. Yeah, my God. Now friends that I never talk about sex with are gonna be like, what the fuck, Aline? <laughs> you didn't tell me that. Uh, yeah, that well. was really fun. Also, <laughs> happy thirtieth. Really I know I said it last time, but you're Thanks, actually baby. 30 now. It was so great I seeing am. you this weekend. So nice seeing you too. Oh, it's beautiful. All right. This has been Accidental Friends with Aline and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on our Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast and our website, AccidentalFriendsPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you. See you Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>